You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode 112. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew Age Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hi, how are you? Happy Friday. Welcome back. Gosh, it feels so good to be back. And today you will not hear a child screaming in the background. <laughs> my husband has taken my daughter to the park, so we are alone, just you and I. We can talk. Uh, okay, so today I want to talk about patterns you may be in in your business that are not serving you. And I, I'm going to talk about it in terms of another analogy. As you know, I like analogies um, because something that I've seen in myself and the other institutions that I've worked with over the last two years chatted with in DMs and Facebook groups and all the things is we have certain patterns of behavior and certain patterns of beliefs and thoughts that do not help us and we get stuck in them. So before I kind of go into what that look could look like for you and how to hopefully change that, and also, side note, before I forget to tell you, you can also use this same, and you can use this concept if you work with acne or a population of people who have something they're really trying to overcome, because it's the same for them as well, because this is just human brains. This is not a business thing. This is not a esthetician thing. This is a human thing. So, okay, your brain is a human brain, and human brains love predictability, they love ease. They love things to just go as with with a little amount of effort as possible. That is their goal. That is a human brain's goal. That is how we have developed. It's how we have saved resources as we are trying to find food. If we know where the food is, then we, our brain doesn't have to find the food the next day, right? If we think back to like thousands of years ago. So your brain, as we developed into humans, it needed something that was the easiest to figure things out so that it could survive, right? So like for every day, our brain woke up, had no idea how to find food, no idea where the predators were, no idea who these people around them were. It would be really hard to survive. That's why like other creatures like have much shorter lifespans, right? And their brains have not developed like humans. And this is like also an oversimplification. But I don't, I mean, this is just, I'm using what we can, I'm just taking what I can take from it that's helpful for us to make it easy and applicable to your business today, okay? <laughs> so, so this is how our brains are wired. It has really served us so, so well, right? It has served us so well and it still serves us well in a lot of ways, right? You wake up you know, you don't have to think about getting dressed and walking, right? Like, I'm making that assumption, but I'm assuming you don't have to get up and think about, like, how do I brush my teeth again? How do I 
wash my face. How like these are things that you just kind of naturally do. Your brain does it on, you know, like we like to say autopilot. If you drive to your workplace, like you're probably not thinking like, okay, wait, how do I turn the car on? How does the gas work? Right. Your brain like just knows. It knows it's driven a car or however you get to work. If you go, go on a bus or a train or whatever it is, you walk, you're, you're not like, wait a minute, what street do I work on? Right. And you also know, like if you've moved, right. Or if you, you know, you have a new place of work or you moved house in the same area that you lived in before and you may go home to the wrong old house, right? Like it does happen to me. Like in San Diego, I moved a lot. And sometimes I would wind up in my old place because I wasn't thinking about where I was just going home. My brain just went into autopilot. I was thinking about other things. So this efficiency is so good in so many ways in our lives so that because we're not thinking about how to walk and how to talk, which is like, again, if we talk about like my daughter for a long time, she was trying to learn how to walk and now then talk. Those things are really automatic for her now. So she's learning other things that she really couldn't learn because her brain was so consumed with learning how to walk, learning how to talk, learning how to eat, right? Now those are things that they kind of come, you know, second nature to her. So she's learning new things, right? Okay, same as things for you, right? So you, your brain has these patterns that serve you super well. But your brain also has patterns that are not serving you, that are hurting you actively. I just shared a reel from a, a psychologist that was talking about, like, our brain would prefer to be in the same hell every day than in heaven, like, it because it's, it's easier, right? To make that change can be so hard. So if our brain's like really used to thinking a certain way to create a whole new neural pathway, which is what you're, you would do, it's super, super, super hard. And your brain will think of any reason not to do that. It will, it's like, no, 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 no. We need to conserve our energy. We need to stay in the same thought pattern. We cannot go over and actively think something else. So we're just going to keep thinking what we think, even though we hate it, right? Even though we're miserable. So I was actually learning. My husband, as you may know, is a pilot and he's gone frequently. And so when he's gone, obviously, I take care of our daughter by myself and I do all the things for her, right? So when he comes home, it's always an adjustment every single time, even if he's been home for gone for a day or five days. It's always an adjustment because she is used to me doing things for her and she doesn't want to ask him because she's used to doing it. And, you know, we've been learning about this because it is really challenging for, for me and for her and for him. And, um, you know, there's this like idea between, behind parental preference, like they prefer one per parent. And actually that's not true, especially in this particular situation. It's her brain is stuck with me doing things for her. It's the way that her brain believes is the easiest. It's not because she loves me more or prefers me more. It's the same thing like her bedtime has been really rough. It's an, it's an age developmental thing. She's very good at avoiding things and like brushing her teeth, which is like a really big problem every night out of nowhere. She went from like brushing her teeth really well to like completely screaming and like refusing it. We're like what is happening? How is like I'm so over it, right? So I'm like learning like why why is this happening? Like what what's what is happening for her? And her brain 
believe it or not, can get stuck into a meltdown at the same same part in the routine, right? We do the exact same routine every time, and every single night she would have a really hard time around brushing her teeth because her brain was stuck doing that. It, it expected that. That's what it predicted. That's what it knew, so it just did it. I know it sounds really crazy. You may also be like, that's not true. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, the, like this, the, the advice I got was like to change it up change the t- like the order of things and brush your teeth differently and talk about it differently and do it totally differently but still brushing your teeth like I nothing like it's the same thing we just do it a little bit different and she's fine yeah I'm just telling you right now it's not a big deal <laughs> it's not been a problem it's because her brain is got out of that that stuckness of just automatically going into melting down and losing it right? Okay, so what does that mean for your business? Maybe you have clients that you like. You do like them. You like talking to them when they come in. You're you're happy to see them, like and you enjoy being around them. But they always late cancel. They always are rescheduling. It's always a thing. And then you, you do feel resentful of them because it is really stressful to have them as a client in this situation. But you're kind of stuck because you've allowed the behavior, right? And you don't want to lose them as a client. You don't want to lose the money. So you're stuck. Or maybe you started your business with your prices being a certain price point. And now time has passed, whether it's two months, two years, whatever, and you've decided you really need to raise your prices for a number of reasons, but you know some of your clients, the OG clients, the clients that came with you when you opened your business or supported you at the beginning or whatever it is, their loyalty, you know they're weird about money, right? You've heard them make comments about groceries and all sorts of things. So you're stuck. You know or you feel like if you raise your price, they're going to leave or they're going to be mad. Or you feel like if you tell them they can't do that, they're going to be charged or they're late or okay, whatever whatever it is, the client scheduling problems, that they're going to get mad or they're going to leave or whatever. So you're stuck. Or maybe you've gone to try to post on social media and you put a lot of work into it and no one responds, no one likes your stuff, no one watches your stories, no one clicks on your links, no one books an appointment. So you're just stuck. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do now, right? I just want to tell you that if any of these scenarios or something similar to this is happening, I just want to like give you a big hug and tell you this is normal. Your brain is responding normally. This happens to everyone, even if they act like they don't do that on social media. Please stop following them. It's not helping you. (laughs) Um, But we have to unstuck your brain, right? We have to pull back and make a different choice and change it up. We have to change the time that you brush your teeth, (laughs) right? We have to consciously remember that we don't work at this place anymore. We work over here. We don't live here anymore. We live here, right? We have to consciously remember. It's going to take a lot of energy 
So it takes a lot of work, but you can totally 100% do it. Okay, so I'm gonna give you some suggestions on how to start to do this. And if you wanna work with me on this more, stay tuned very soon. I, I'm working one-on-one with people to help you kind of get unstuck if that is something that you are struggling with. Okay. There's three things that I want you to work on to help you with this, whatever the issue is in your business. The first thing is just awareness that is happening. Just being like, oh, my brain just is in a, in a pattern. My client's brain is in a pattern. Just being aware of what's happening, kind of like hearing this podcast and applying it to the situation in your business and being like, oh, that's what's happening. Awareness is huge. Awareness can make a problem so much easier to manage. We're not like blaming, right? We're not like nothing else. We're just like, oh, that's what's happening. Like with my daughter, as opposed to being like, well, she's a brat and she doesn't listen and I need to be a you know, more discipline, you know, I'm not a good parent or whatever. It's like, oh, her brain naturally is expecting to cry during teeth brushing for whatever reason, good, bad, whatever. Okay. That's what's happening, right? Just accepting that or allowing yourself to try to accept it. Like same with me. I was like, I don't know if this is true, but I'm just going to pretend that it is right. Just, I'm just going to try. Second step. Have empathy, empathy for yourself, empathy for your clients, empathy. Like this is a, this is something that has helped me so much in my business and also in my life and my parent. I guess parent. Like this is really hard every day that I try to brush her teeth and she screams and cries. It's really hard on her and it's really hard on me. She doesn't. She's not doing it on purpose to hurt me or frustrate me. She's having a hard time. I don't understand why, but it is happening for her. It's real. Your client may just have a really crazy life and is rescheduling and has nothing to do with you. That's really hard. Maybe they're like, they have poor childcare. Who, I don't you know, work schedule. I don't know. Maybe it's really legitimate. Let's pretend that it is. That's really sucks. That's hard. So empathy. Awareness, empathy. And the third step, is I want you to just consider you can do it. You can make a change that actually will really help you. I'm not even saying make the change right now. I just want to like get your brain to start to believe it could happen for you. That's it. That's all I want you to do right now. We'll continue to work on this. First step, awareness. Second step, empathy. empathy. Last step, belief that maybe it could be different. That is it for today. Thanks so much for being here. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Have a fantastic week. I'll talk to you then. Bye for now.